you know, how you speak or anything like that um, is masculine, that can be in check. That can be feminine. But it's just about our demeanor, how we move. Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, number one, no man, I should say straight man, <laughs> wants a woman who has too many masculine traits. Um, that's just facts. And at the end of the day, you know, we throw out all these accomplishments and I just had a conversation with a friend recently and, you know, he let me know that real men don't care about your accomplishments. And I, I truly believe that because even though, you know, men, you know, want to have a woman that can do it, get it on her own or whatever the case may be, you still can't have two alpha personas in one unit. Um, and I know some of you may disagree with me or whatever, um, but it's very hard for you to coexist when there's two masculine traits in a household, um, especially when it puts it in a place where a, a man is going to feel, you know, less than a man. Um, moving along. That leads me to my question for you guys. Hey, Kayla. Hey, Destiny. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, is independence a turnoff? And I don't mean because you got, I mean, you have every right to take care of yourself and handle your business as a woman, whether you have kids or not. I mean, you still got to eat. But when it comes to the point where, like I said, you are putting all your accomplishments out there, credentials out there, and it's almost like we are not only in competition with each other, but we are in competition with our men as well, trying to do better than them. And I don't think that for the majority of us, it is done on purpose. I think it's more of a subconscious level. Um, and y'all let me know if, you know, what your thoughts are on that. But I feel like if we kind of take a few steps back and think about it, at the end of the day, when it comes out, and I can only speak for me, you guys, I can't speak for every woman, but I know that I speak to a number of different women that are similar to me. And at the end of the day, you know, we just want our men to lead us. Um, whether that be taking care of being a provider and protector or whatever the case may be. However, we cannot say that we want a man to lead us and don't allow him to lead, especially for the ones, and I'm not talking about the men that are not doing what they need to do as a man. I'm talking about the ones that are out there really doing what they're supposed to do and we tend to continue to try to compete with them or show them up. That's got to stop. Ladies. There's no way you are going to be able to find, you know, your Prince Charming or whatever if you continue to have that mindset. Um, I noticed some of the common mistakes. Excuse me, honey, I need some water, y'all. Some of the common mistakes that um, I've seen in her, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, you guys, I'm the first person to tell you that I've made many of these mistakes before in the past, um, but some of the mistakes that we make is that we provide everything to our men, um, and what I mean by, and I'm sure some of you have been in situations like this, I can't have been the only one, <laughs> But in some instances, you know, we'll meet a guy, he may be a little bit less fortunate than us financially, but we'll make sure that, you know, 
transportation is there, whether it be him driving our car or us getting him a car, um, money, housing, all of that. And we try to mold men that are not ready. How do you guys expect for a man to step up to the plate if he's not required to? And what I mean by that, if you are providing everything up front, along with your, you know, credentials, um, money, car, housing, whatever, if we're providing that up front, excuse me guys, my dog needs to go outside, so he's making a whole mess right now. Um, if you're providing all of that up front, what else does he need to prove to you? Furthermore, why should he make you his wife? And that's some things to think about. And another mistake that we tend to make is we choose men based on surface level. Um, and I feel like not only does the media have a big role in this, but, you know, it could be based on how some of us was raised. Um, and sometimes you can't just help that. But what I mean by surface is what is his demeanor what does he have on what kind of car does he drive you know how much money he got we are choosing them based off of that because of what we see and sometimes in some cases what we've been taught is to go after the bag um and i'll give you guys a perfect example of how and i'm gonna jump into raising and then i'm gonna jump into what we see now what is being flushed out there in the media so perfect example when it comes to raising, you say you have, let's just say you have a, a daughter and she's, what, eight years old. You have a mother. She's in a two-parent household. Her parents are married. Say, for instance, his daughter says, goes to her dad and say, Daddy, I want, I want this. I want you to buy me this. And it could be a toy, whatever it is. Um, and the father says, no, I'm not going to buy you that. Whatever his reason may be. While the mom is present, and then this same mom turns around in private with her daughter. And says, here go the toy that you asked for. Just don't tell your dad. Don't let your dad know. Think about the psychological damage that is teaching. Number one, it is teaching your daughter how to lie, how to be malicious, how to be conniving, um, and pretty much disrespectful, um, especially to that male figure that's in the household. You are molding her on how to treat men um and then on top of that it creates a sense of selfishness and y'all like i said y'all correct me if i'm wrong but i mean if you think a little bit deep into that and i'm sure that everybody is guilty of this i don't have a daughter per se but i know that i have friends and i know people have been through this and we're all guilty of that as moms you know we've all made mistakes parenting is nobody's a perfect parent nobody's a perfect mother you kind of learn as you go and you can only teach what you know um and that's why i'm saying you know be cautious of the things that you know your, your kids are seeing because that is one example that just shows you how she can interpret that as this is how I get what I want from a man. I have to lie. I have to be conniving. I have to be malicious. Um, and that's really not the case. Um, furthermore, going into, you know, what we see, take someone who, a, a child that has seen that, move them up. Now we're into the stage where, you know, we're 
see a social media, YouTube, Facebook, whatever the social media is, and our definition of women uh, that we see now. I don't have to go through and say names of all these different, you know, rappers and singers or whatever, but you guys know what I'm talking about. What you're seeing is showing you that pretty much you use what you got to get what you want, and it's all about, you know, pee power, whatever you want to call it. Um, and in a lot of cases, that doesn't qualify you as a lady or a, a woman, um, which causes us to choose men based on how they can provide for us financially, um, how much we can get from them. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. You don't want to deal with someone that don't got no money and can't provide for you. What I'm saying is don't base it solely on surface. You look at it based on what your needs are. Separate the needs from the wants. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Um, another common mistake that we make is, ladies, we list a long list of requirements that we want our, our men to have. And we can't even meet those requirements. You know what I mean? We can't even bring what to the table of what we're requesting. Um, and that's a big mistake. And furthermore, sometimes, and I'm not telling you guys to dumb down what your expectations or requirements are. I'm just saying you need to be more realistic about it. Um, you can't live in a fairy tale. You can't expect for a man to come with six figures and he's going to take care of you and you don't have to work or do nothing. You just got to sit at home and look pretty. And you are not bringing anything to the table. Um, what y'all think about that? <laughs> Let me know. Who I got still on here? Did I lose some people? Y'all jumped off that quick? That's all right. Um, but another thing too, you know, as women from girls, you know, we aspire to be wives, but we don't technically know how to do that, especially if you didn't have the proper teaching. Um, and like I said, that depends on how you were raised, what your examples are. And we, a lot of times we choose men that have less, and I hate to say this, because of our own insecurities and not knowing how to handle, um, you know, a real alpha male because we were never equipped or prepared for that. So in our mind, is it's easier just to deal with someone less than, hence you get women who get into abusive relationships whether it be physical emotional whatever um just because we don't know how to cope with an alpha male so that leads me to my next question for you guys um are we trying too hard and what i mean by trying too hard think about everything that i just kind of went over with you guys from you know us putting all our credentials out there to the common mistakes that we make and all the extra mile that we go through to prove to these men that we can do it on our own. And really, we don't have to. They know that we can very well do it by ourselves. But do we really have to? Um, and furthermore, I'm not a firm believer that 
you should be able to do it alone. At the end of the day, I feel like a woman needs a man and a man needs a woman. Um, just because they feel and balance everything out in a relationship, in a family. But anyways, y'all let me know what y'all think on that. Um, but we tend to 
not allow, and I, I've been guilty of this as well. My son is right here. He can tell you. <laughs> I have been guilty of, and we as women have been guilty of coddling our boys, not allowing them to grow into their own. Um, and that just comes from us trying to protect them, trying to make sure that they are, you know, safe and, you know, uh, if anything, not getting out here in these streets or not getting killed by the police. So that causes us to coddle them. Um, and I'm not saying you raise your kids how you want to raise them. I'm always going to make sure that my son is safe. I, I, I can't not do that. Um, regardless of if I try to, you know, ease up on how overprotective I am, that's still going to be my baby. He's going to be my baby at 15. He's going to be my baby at 21. And he's going to be my baby at 51. However, the whole point is we have a responsibility for how to teach our sons, not just our sons, but our daughters, how to, our daughters how to be women, and our sons what to, how do they view women, um, how to choose the correct woman. And keep in mind, and I'm not making excuses for some of the men out here because I know that when you at a certain age, you know what's right and what's wrong. But when I say we are responsible for that, those grown men out there that are not doing what they're supposed to do and is not in your best interest, some women raise that. So I'm letting you ladies know for the ones that have boys that are young, that have not became men yet, be careful of that. Um, I had a conversation with my son about some of the girls that he sees, and he's 14, about to be 15 this year, and what his thoughts were on the girls. That, that he goes to school with. How does he view them? How do they act? Um, and this is a good idea for the moms out there to have, to have teenage daughters to know, you know, what your daughters are doing <laughs> when you're not around. But again, this is the product of what we are raising. So we have to do better um, as mothers. Ops, you want to chime in on that? About how you... If you look at some of the girls at your school and what you see. It depends because a lot of the girls that I went to school like last year, they've grown up and more mature this year. Mm -hmm. But last year, we had like a, a dance, right? Mm -hmm. And all you did, did was you see them doing the uh, cafeteria just working up on the stage. That's all they were doing. There was even a girl I was, uh, I was pregnant in, in the eighth grade. Wow. So what was your thoughts on that? You know, I, let me say this, guys. Me and my son have a very open, honest relationship. We talk about a lot. I don't really have a filter <laughs> when it comes to that because I believe in being, you know, 100%. Even though I know that, you know, you are a becoming a young man. And, of course, how do you, I guess what I'm asking you, how do you view those girls that are what we would call fast or portraying to be, you know, I don't want to use the word hoe, but you know what I mean. If that is what they are, you gotta use the term hoe. No. Um, it really just depends on how they are in private and in public as well, because when, you, when you're around your parents, you, you act a whole different way, that is the real you, but then when you get around other people, you are who you're around. Mm -hmm. So, if they're all, if their friends are acting like thoughts, then depending on how strong-minded they are and how themselves they're going to act the same way or not okay let me ask you a question you being 14 let's just say for instance the girls that you go to school with and some of the ones that you see that you know maybe twerking or just conducting themselves in a non-ladylike way would you make one of those girls your girlfriend if i was in my 
mindset like I, like I was years ago. I probably years ago. Yeah, really? I probably keep one and then just have multiple. Just have multiple. Because mm-hmm. then I just they would they would be temporary. 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 Okay. So you're saying that the girls that move like that, yeah, they're not. That's working. not something you would take serious. No, they're not working. They're not working. And why is that? Why do you think that is? And I'm asking you from your perspective. It's too much stress having to, having to argue because depending on what they like to wear, they can wear something completely thoughtish and not respecting themselves. Then I'm gonna be okay. And then why are you wearing that out of disrespect? Out of mean, I don't want you to wear something that's gonna make you look like a hoe. All right, y'all hear that? So this is just a quick little snapshot of some of the things that my son sees when he goes to school. Now, I, that don't negate how he conduct himself at school, because I don't know. I'm not there. Um, but that's just kind of give you guys an idea of our young girls. Um, we need to bring them back. Bring them back. Um, going into another thing that I feel that we are responsible for when it comes under responsibility is I feel like we are responsible for supporting our men. Um, and again, this is only for the men that are doing what they're, they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like a lot of us don't do that. Whether it be friend, um, whether it be a significant other, a uh, husband, whatever, I feel like there is a lack of support. Um, especially when it comes to our boys. You know what I mean? Just because they get to an age where they are coming into their own. And that leads me into my next thing, um, respect. Just because you have a son and he's not an adult doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve respect, especially if you are giving respect. Um, The biggest thing that I have an issue with is the lack of respect for our men. And I know that you guys may feel like, you know, I'm solely rooting for the man that's not the case but i do am a strong believer and it starts with how we move in order for them to move accordingly and i feel like that goes back to my previous slide when i was talking about you know have we lost respect for our our black men and i feel like it has to do with the loss of respect and a loss of trust there just by things that have been psychologically embedded genetically embedded into, you know, our DNA on how we view our men. Um, respect is the key to making any relationship work. and But it cannot be one-sided. Respect has to be given and it has to be received from both parties in order for that to work. Sorry, y'all, one second. Getting emails while I'm talking here. Okay. So, summing all this up in conclusion, number one, separate the need versus the want. A lot of us want that six-figure dude. We want, you know what I mean, to have nice things and whether, you know, materialistic or whatever the case may be. And like I said, a lot of us aspire to be wise. Um, But what is it that you're really needing? What is going to feed your soul? As I talked before about surface qualities, what I mean is, does this person have a car? Does he have a job? Does he have his own place? Um, again, if you are past a certain age, those things should already be established. That should not be a part of your requirements because you are of that age. Um, but what does need to be part of a requirement is, does this person respect me? 
Um, what type of heart does this person have? You know what I mean? What? How does this person communicate? How does this person feed my soul? So, ladies, figure out what your needs are. Because I think that we have mistaken needs versus want. I feel like we definitely need to take a look at that list of requirements. Take some time out to figure out what you really need, not exactly what you want. Because once you find what you need, then the wants will come. The same way if you get someone who is just making six figures, they can provide you what you need and what you want. So can someone who doesn't make six figures. It's just a matter of what you're willing to tolerate and, you know, how many lists of requirements that you have and are you able to bring what you're bringing to the table. If you can bring what you what you put out, then, you know, go for it. But if it's a situation, like I said, a lot of us are living in a fairy tale, we definitely need to stop doing that and be more realistic. Um, and that starts by taking a look at our own self, figuring out what we need. How do we... How does this person make you feel as a woman? Um, and a lot of times, what looks good on paper may not be good for you. Uh, a lot of times, we tend to choose men based on what society will think, based on what our friends is going to think. Oh, they're going to think that he got money, he got he doing this, he doing that. And just because he can put on a show in front of your friends and your family doesn't mean he's not beating your ass behind closed doors. And I feel like a lot of times when you have people that are overly um, showing this, especially when it comes to, you know, being around other people, something else is going on. It ain't always happy. So definitely be cautious of how you are, are making your decisions on how you choose. Because, again, like I said, what good looks good on paper may not be good for you. Um, and that's how we get caught up in bad relationships. Another thing I want to say is let's get back to our femininity. Like, we do not have to carry those masculine traits. Um, and I get that it's hard for us and we have to do a lot. We take on a lot, especially the single mothers out there. I completely understand that. However, if you got boys, think about what your boys are seeing. Do you really want them to go out here and be with a woman who can walk all over them? or run on them because some of those masculine traits that you are showing that's what they're gonna end up looking for regardless of whatever um and again like i said before you know show our boys how a woman should be you start with them take that back start with yourself and then work on work on our boys so that way they'll, they'll know and our girls too like i said i don't i don't want to not bring the, the girls into this because that is the the main thing that I, I'm focusing on is to get our girls and I, I say boys a lot because I have a son but again with our girls definitely you know teach them how a woman should be um, and again as I said before earlier two alpha personas does not always work when it comes to a man and a woman relationship that man has to be able to lead you know what I mean? Like, you have to be there to support that. And it's a way for you to get what you want without being masculine. Um, without feeling like you have to take control all the time. Um, and a lot of us don't want to be submissive. And there's nothing wrong with being submissive. I look at myself as being a strong black woman. And 
sometimes you have to pick and choose your battles. And again, like I said, you don't always have to be masculine to get what you want. There's other ways around that. But definitely, you know, be a better woman for you, not for anybody else. You start with you. And at the end of the day, like I said, a man needs to feel like a man. And trust and believe if you cannot make him feel that, he's going to go feel that somewhere else, regardless of whatever. Um, but anyways... I am wrapping this up now, you guys. Like I said, um, I want you guys to have a really good Mother's Day. Also, too, um, shout out to Tariq Nashi on Buck Breaking. I have watched that movie twice. Was so excited about it. I think that is something that I'm going to discuss next Sunday. Um, without trying to give too many spoilers, but it was a definitely, definitely, definitely good documentary if you guys have not gotten you a copy of that um i think the website is www.buttbreakingmovie.com um and i think they also have it on amazon as well i have posted a picture of the um the video not the video but the copy that i got um on our page so y'all definitely check that out um i myself is probably going to do like a, a movie party next weekend just so that way my family can, can see it um, because it was a really good documentary. Just, I mean, it, it was so much. I don't want to give too much away, but I'm definitely going to discuss that, review it um, on next Sunday's Food for Thought because I was really good. So shout out to him and his team. Um, again, like I said, you guys have a wonderful Mother's Day. I know it's kind of gloomy outside. Have a productive work week. I thank you all for all the support that you have given. Um, if y'all have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Get black to it. You know what I mean? Um, and again, like I said, we just discussed do black men still want us or have we played ourselves? So let's get black to it, ladies. Let's get these men back in the go. Another thing I really, real quick, I wanted to mention because I know I said I was going to end this off. But there's a lot of men out here, a lot of good men out here, ladies, that are single by choice because of all the, the, the bullshit that they've seen from us. And I'm not saying that they're perfect. I'm just saying that is definitely some food for thought. Um, so let's get back to us, you know, get being a better woman, getting back to our feminine um, side. But anyways, I love you guys. I'm about to be out so I can enjoy the rest of this day. Y'all have a good week. I will talk to y'all and see y'all next week. Don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home When I think hold on to your heart And don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home For that little girl